Don't forget to subscribe, follow, share our podcast, and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts as well. Greetings and salutations, our good people. My name is Kimar. My name is Biani. And we are coming at you live for... It's relational. Recently, we had a segment where we had a single you know, young woman come on and kind of give her perspective on, you know, relationships and how it affected her, how she's going about it. Because as important as it is to have a couple's perspective on relationship, it's just as important to have a single person's perspective because they're the next step in order to get into a relationship. Yeah. So we figured instead of just having the woman alone, we said, you know, let's have a guy as well. Right, Danny? Yes. So we have options. Exactly. And just understand... Um, both the single woman's perspective and the single uh, guy's perspective. Yes. And just know that, okay, no matter where they're at in just building a relationship with someone or not, you know, just understanding their mindset and how they go about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I want to introduce our special guest for this episode. And this guest is is really near and dear to DNA and I, DNA and I heart or me and DNA heart. Um, it's so much that can be said. Um, it, 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 the, the relationship spans so far. You know, we're looking at, you know, almost 10 plus years of just rolling together. And, you know, sometimes the bonds that you really create is, is just, it, it's it's something that you can't even talk about. It's like unfathomable. Yeah, it's unbreakable. Yep. Unbreakable um, bonds. And didn't Alicia Keys have a song like that? You know? Unbreakable. No, it's unforgettable. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who says yes. this? Oh, it's my <laughs> Yo, man. man back up. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so we'll 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 act like that didn't happen. But you know, this young man that I have coming on is you know really near and dear to my heart in particular. We met in the military. If I'm not mistaken, no, I'm not mistaken. I know it's not. We met in the 69th uh, regiment here in uh, New York State. Um, you know, we've been rolling together ever since. And it's become one of those, you know, friends like family, but family like family, like family, like family, right? So for access, he has the keys to come to, you know, our house at any time and he don't even know it. But, you know, he, I think he's just probably learning about that right now. But anyway, <laughs> Me you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the same thing, like he's a driver of vehicles, like it don't matter. Like that's how deep this relationship is. You know, we took the relationship on from personal level even to a deeper level on the business and you know we you know we're llc members together as well you know um we'll, we'll, we'll probably get into that we'll see depending on time if we can do that but you know just somebody who i hold really near and dear to my heart so when i say brother it's not yo yo bro yo brother it's like brother like real brother right so without any further ado i talked about him a lot you know i, I gotta just bring him to the stage i gotta bring him to the mic Without any further ado, I'd like to bring up, and then we military, so, you know, I'm going to do my best to call him by his first name. Here is Mr. Richard, because I was going to say your last name. But... <laughs> welcome, Richard. Welcome. Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on? Everybody that's tuned in, that's listening. How's everything going? 
if you guys don't know me as Kamar and Vianney introduced, my name is Richard, but because, you know, Kamar and I have served <laughs> together in the military, we tend to go by last name. So if he slips up and tends to call me Simo, which is my last name, he's still talking about me as in Richard. So what's going on? Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Thank you for coming on with us. I mean, I know this was easy for you, kind of like, oh, what's going on? What you need? I am out. Like, that's what we love. Like, we, the relationship is always no questions asked. I got you. And mm-hmm. it, it's just that way with us. You know, that's a whole nother relationship that we, we could dive into. But we're not here for that. What we're actually here for is just to kind of learn a little bit more perspective on your end, because obviously you're a single young guy here in, well, you mentioned where you're at specifically. Um, in New York City, but we're going to learn a little bit about you. So for the, for the people, because uh, we know you, like the back of our hand, side of our hand, front of our hand, you know, my whole spiel. <laughs> Where do you currently live? How young are you? Do you have kids? And, you know, what do you do for a career? All right, so how are you guys doing? So currently, I was born and raised in Queens, Queens, New York. I still continue to this very day live in Queens, New York. I'm 26 years old. At this moment in time, I do not have children. Mm-hmm. And as what I do full time, I work for the federal government. And then, like I mentioned before, I still currently serve in the military. You know, Kamar left me. <laughs> you know, it's okay. That's what I do part time in the in the New York Army National Guard. I look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Uh, it's a well, well refined and polished young man here. I know, making that paper. Mm. <laughs> you know, I asked him for a dollar. He gives me a hundred. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, he said, you know, he's in Queens. You know, we love Queens. You know, we originally from the Bronx, but originally, well, from the Bronx. So we always pay homage to, you know, Queens because it has our heart as being in Queens now. Yeah, Queens uh, is awesome. We love the Bronx too because, you know, that's where we met. You know, although we're not native to Queens or the Bronx, you know, we still got to give it its kudos because the Bronx is where we met. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good. So, Simo, thank you for enlightening us on a little bit on you. So I have a couple questions to ask you as as my bro ham as my brother and i know you're going to give me my uh, your honest feedback so this is going to be exciting now with being single as long as you have can you tell me how long have you been single i guess to date like how long have you been single man that's how long it's been uh, so oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so i have been single since 2013 when i graduated high school that's how long we've wait, been. wait, 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 at the time of recording, this is October 9th, October 9th, 2021. That's correct. 2021 and 2013. That's correct. So eight just, years. Wow. wow. This man is single almost as long as we married. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> who's that's crazy. I, can I enter whose man's is this? Because, wow, that's a long time. It's, yeah, it's a long time to be single, yeah. But, you know... You okay, bro? I'm great. Man. Just live it, just live it life. Right. It's a personal choice to be single. You know? For seven, eight years? Yeah, because there are things that you want to work on for your own thing. Like your own self. See, it's funny because when you do these, you know, these talks, you know, you think you know your people then, but clearly I, I didn't know seven, you know, eight years. You're not asking the right question. That's why. Clearly. So next year I'm going to ask if you're single again. <laughs> you <laughs> so never gonna, know. He so may be married me. with children. So you're going to ask me three months. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. He may be married with children. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. So I feel like some of the questions I would ask you really are 
they're not they're, they're too mature for the time where you you know might have gotten out of your relationship but because my next question was how long was your last relationship but that was high school right so you know although we're high school sweethearts we're not really like we didn't really take it as serious in high school and not that you know people in high school don't take their relationships as serious but the the severity factor isn't as high as you know a a, a collegiate you know couple or a couple out of college so i guess in high school how long was your last you know relationship all right so let me just put it this into perspective and break it down so my last exclusive official okay. relationship okay. was 2013 that was eight years ago when i was with my ex at that time we were together for two years it just okay. you know it didn't work out um at that adolescent age, what do you really know about love? What do you really know about the world and the person you're becoming, right? Yeah. And so we were going to two separate colleges, and we decided that it just didn't work out. Right. And we just were going our different ways, our different life paths, if you will. And throughout my life path of going to college, joining the military, of course, you have other women that you date. But in my perspective, I never considered them exclusive girlfriends, just people that I was getting to know. So in terms of experience, Dating those people and seeing where things can go has shaped who I've become today. It's mm. helped me grow and learn a lot about myself. Right. And in learning a lot about myself, it's the reason why, to this day, I am single. Because I always say that I'm still a work in progress. True, 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 true. Um, wow. You know, and I hope um, to any of the women that you probably dated, don't take offense that, you know, you wasn't a real relationship to them, but yeah you know, I, Some, sometimes sometimes <laughs> it's just like what we said before it it's just a pit, it, yes it's just a little red stop <laughs> a little pit stop on your way to your journey and sometimes it's like that you know because you don't you didn't you weren't able to develop a deep connection I don't even or know develop a rest stop i'll probably say like a speed bump maybe a speed bump <laughs> going 25 miles an hour <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Oh, who knows? Man. So, yeah, you didn't build any deep connection with those people. Absolutely. And I don't know if you allow the time to build that or if you were open to even building that. That's that's a different thing. If you're not even open to building a deep relationship with them, how can it even flourish into an exclusive, you know, relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess my piggyback question to that would be, you know, even though as it was you you were very young during the time. What did you learn over the course of that relationship? Wow, that's a, that's a really good question. If anything, I know it was a very, you know, young, juvenile stage. So, you know, let me know. I had to learn uh, perspective. Mm. I had to learn that the way that I thought at that moment in time, I felt as though I was mature, mm-hmm. but really I was immature. And right. it took a lot of time to realize that at that moment in life, because I didn't know what relationships really entailed or what it was like to go through a much more mature relationship it taught me the value of patience Mm. and understanding and at that age I felt like even though I thought I was selfless I was very selfish and I felt as though it was all about what I wanted I could never see the perspective of what my ex at the time wanted and so it caused unwarranted rifts in the relationship that we both didn't need to and so after that i found that i needed to grow right after you know depending on everybody's different but for me personally within that relationship i had a lot of growing pains right so it was a lot of things at that moment in my life which i'm not going to dive too deep into Mm -hmm. but going through i guess you could say adversity and hardships it showed me that at that moment in time 
I wasn't prepared to commit mm. to another relationship because mm. I saw in myself I had a lot of growing up to do. Wow. So all of those various people that I dated up until the present day, yeah. through each person that I was with, it showed me a new perspective within myself. Mm. And as we say in the military, adjust and fire. So <laughs> with each person I was with, it, it brought a new version of me out, but it, in each one of those unique relationships, right. it showed me what I wanted versus what I didn't want. Mm. And in that, it helped me work on myself. Wow, that, that was a deep answer. Captivating. <laughs> Captivating. And that's great that you came to that realization. Right. It takes true courage as a man to understand well, that. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes true courage as a man to understand that you needed work. And it takes a high level of responsibility. Don't and we have maturity. a cadence? Hold on, hold on. Hold yeah. on. Don't we have a cadence? <laughs> you know, hard work? I, forgot how I think go. we do, but yeah, I do. don't remember it off the top of my head. All I remember is just the hard work, work, yeah. work, work. All right, I we're know, not here for I that. Never we're not going to make this a, a, <laughs> a military podcast, but, you know, cadence is his life in the, in the military. Cadence is his life. Very motivational. Oh, my gosh. You know, I hear the choppers hovering, but we're going to leave that alone because um, that's, a, that's, a, that's another nice cadence. But um yes my bad i cut you off <laughs> yeah you, you guys went left when we go right <laughs> so um like i was saying it takes a high level of responsibility to to see the faults in yourself and to know that during that time of your relationship that you did have that you were being selfish instead of being selfless instead of um being able to compromise with the other person because you never know maybe she was given and you weren't seeing it because you weren't open to receiving it absolutely you know what i mean and that's good that you were able to stop it because if you continued on and not realize where you've been going wrong, you could have hurt the next person. Right. And then continuously hurting yourself because you're not allowing yourself to be able to have that connectivity of having a true wholesome relationship with someone that you can fall in love with and just be one with, you yeah. know? Yeah. But now as you're growing and developing, wow, yeah. the next girl, she's going to be blown away. That's and you know way. it. I know you're going to be mine. But she's going to get vetted, though. She's going to get vetted, though. You know, she got to come. She's going to be blown away. She got to have dinner with the Johnsons first. And we got to evaluate her to make sure, you know, she's good. Because <laughs> ain't nobody going to stress out my boy. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, So if your former significant other wanted to make amends and just work things out, like, would you? Now, and if so, why or why not? In terms of that question, you're referring to my ex from eight years ago? I'm assuming ex, so. I'm assuming your so. Your ex from eight years ago or any ex, <laughs> any ex that you may, you know, you could be out and about in Queens, right? And then Bam. you see Shorty at the train station, you know, or she may pull up and you're walking and she's like, what's up, Richard? How you doing? <laughs> no, I don't, like, I don't like that scenario. I but, don't know. <laughs> but, 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 but let's just say, let's just start for example purposes. The one from 2013. Let's start with her. And then if there's any other notable mention, you can go ahead and mention that. Okay. So when I get back with her, if I ran into this ex of mine, Mm -hmm. and wow, that's a a really good question. Um, I'm going to say I wouldn't get back. Fair. You know, the reason being is because like we previously discussed on several occasions outside of this wonderful podcast. Right. Who I was eight years ago is not who I am today. So the way that I view the world today, my perception and my way of thinking, plus the maturity, I wasn't thinking that way so many years ago. Right. And I find that I've grown. So the person who I may have been in love with at that time, throughout this eight-year journey of 
not communicating. I don't know who this new person is that she's becoming. Right. And how do, who's to say that I don't know if I just wanted the old version? Mm. And in relationships, it's about acceptance. And I think that for me in this moment in time, it's like you're learning a new person all over again. Very true. You know, and I look at it like, I remember you for who you are. You remember me for who I am. But it's like, do we want that constant battle of seeing mm. this new version of us? Right. And I'm a firm believer in you have to accept someone for who they are, but sure. you also have to understand that sometimes an ex is an ex for a reason. We didn't work for a reason. Right. And it doesn't have to be bloodshed. It doesn't have to be ill will. Right, right, no negativity. Right. But we understand that we had that chapter in our lives. It didn't work out for whatever the reasons were. Yeah. That chapter is now closed. And I wish you the very best in your future endeavors as well as your life. Mm. And at that point, it will always be when I've been cordial with one another. Got it, got it. So she's not getting that that kind of energy where, you know, have the day that you deserve kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I mean, no, because that's a form of sarcasm. But, yeah. uh, you know, I like that you, I like that you took that analogy. Um, you know, so for you guys that don't know, that's, you know, in, in my job, you know, I tend to deal with the public. And sometimes, you know, people are not, as nope. always, people are people. Yeah. They're not pleasant. And of course, we're in New York City. So you know the types of different attitudes you deal with on the regular. So instead of me, you know, getting out of character and not being professional <laughs> with people, I tend to, you know, like Kamar said, I use the analogy or the phrase, you know, I hope that you have the day that you deserve. And, you know, it's just simply me <laughs> saying in a sarcastic manner that you deserve to have a, you know, a bad day. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, um so wow. it, it just comes down to okay we're, we're not gonna go back down that road Absolutely. you know and yeah it's true you may not like the person that she became and she may not like the person you became Absolutely. you know you, so you. it's good yeah, to yeah. just i guess move on and just start off fresh with someone else so you Very can true. both have the enjoyment of learning each other Absolutely. right um so before that i think i want to add on to a point that you mentioned you know you said relationships are accepting right and it really resonated with me because it kind of helped me define my, my, again, M-E, sorry, M-Y, the definition of, you know, let's say relationship and love, right? My idea, and kind of funny how it came, but it's, it's actual, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. My idea from love really came from watching an anime. Yes, I do watch anime. The anime watches the anime with you. You can get over you gotta it. You got to get on the anime train. Just saying. Yes. And at this point, I don't care if you consider anime cartoon. I know there's always a lot of debates. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm of age where I do not care about that. If it's cartoon, so be it. If it's anime, so be it. It's good. Anyway, so my ideology of love really came from a show called um, Naruto, right? Yes, oh, everybody know Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja, ninja, run crazy. Um, Open-toe shoes. Sometimes they be walking through, no glass and all that. It's whatever. But the reason why I mention that is because you know, there was a segment on the show where they was asking, you know, what does it mean to be a ninja? Because, you know, the whole big charade and episode, I'm not going to get into it and ruin it for people who may go watch Naruto, go watch Naruto. You know, they asked, you know, the character asked, what does it mean to be a ninja? Like, I don't know what it means. And, you know, a, a grand, you know, an OG in the series, so to speak, who, who was brought, you know, to live or brought back alive from the dead was said to be a, a, a shinobi or a ninja means to endure the good, the bad, everything that comes with being a shinobi for their homeland. 
And I really accepted that ideology in terms of relationship and love, because when you think about it in a romantic relationship, what do you do? You endure, right? You endure the heartache, you endure the, the, the tear felt moments, you enjoy, you endure the happy moments, you just endure, you're just enduring. And that helped me really to define my definition of love. Everybody has their own definition, as you should, but that helped me define my definition of love that when you said that, I was like, you know, we're, it's funny, we never talked about this and, and we're already on the same kind of wavelength. And, you know, it's, it's deeper than that, but, you know, it's just amazing to see that, like, you know, the ideology is similar. That's why I see me and you always on the same page. Like, it's really tough to derail both of us at the same time. Like, we're always on the same page. But, you know, but that's me and your relationship and my, just my aberration for, you know, you being, as we say in the military, a battle buddy, but we don't say battle buddy like that because it sounds weird. We just say battle. So, you know, just thank you for that because, you know, it's just really like I resonated with that. So let me get this straight. You're saying I'm a ninja. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm enduring. But no, to caveat off that, I 100% agree. But it reminds me of something my grandfather always told me since I was a young boy. To caveat off enduring and what comes with love. So it's you you like someone because, Mm -hmm. right? But you love someone despite. And when you love someone despite something you're enduring and yet at the same time accepting who they are as a person. Right. So just to add that to your man, you know, you know, know, that's, that's what we do. And, you know, for us, like we did turn back around down that road because we did break up a few times going through our relationship journey. Say what? Yes, we did. We broke up several times actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we started off young, like you all know, and then we were still were very immature, even into our college days, very immature. And we had a lot of growing to do. And like I've, I've said before, like, we were rough. We needed work. And for some <laughs> reason, though, for some reason, all roads kept leading back to Kamar. You know, and all roads nah, kept you know, leading it's back. Funny. It's funny, um, you said rough. Me, you said rough. You know what I thought about? What? Remember, that we, we used to have some really intense arguments, like, like yeah. cats and dogs like it was just really bad yeah. it used to get so bad to the point where if we was out on the street arguing and you you walk past us you made the mistake to walk past us i'm gonna ask you for your perspective on the situation like yelling at you like yo my man i told her she was this will you do you believe that she was wrong and you would look at me like yo i don't even know you man like what are you doing? Yeah, we used to yell at each other from across the street being so just unruly so ghetto like we were just all over the place you know such fire like such fire um but for some reason i don't know the lord kept bringing me back to kamar and he kept kamar kept coming back to me and for some reason like we decided to just learn and just grow together and transform together and that's how we are here today you know so who we were back in high school and college we didn't know him we don't know her they're completely different strangers like if i see that person again i walk right past them because i don't know that person because of how much the level of growth and change we went through and that's why i commend you for going through that yourself yes, you know and sometimes you know even if it's an ex you may go back down that road depending on how they are now you may connect to that person now maybe you didn't connect to them before so i never want to say I'm out of it because, you know, oh, they're an ex because I didn't do that myself. So it's a little tender subject for me. But anyone that chooses to not go back to an ex, that's your prerogative. That's your choice. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to do what works best for your life. I agree. And never use someone else's. Yeah, it's never a cookie cutter. Yeah. Approach, you know? Yeah, it's never. Yeah, it's never black and white with this. And you got to go what works best for you. You I can't agree. base off everything off of someone else's experience because it may not be like that for how it is for us. It may not be like that for you. You know, so you got to choose what works best for you. So, so you're saying, and this this podcast is really supposed to be about more more Simo. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I, 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 I had to say it. Um, so you're saying that our old selves are kind of like Stranger Things, no pun intended, right? Yeah, okay. just like his older self is Stranger Things. You didn't know that guy? It's younger. Is your is younger self? Sorry, you're still yeah. young. His yeah. younger self. <laughs> you don't know that guy. Yeah. And honestly, I wouldn't want to know that guy. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, if, if we had the ability to teleport back in time, mm-hmm. being the current person we are, and I looked at my old self, I don't even know what I would say. I'm unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? and, and to my mindset back then, and the things that I thought of, or my perception, or how I viewed things, it was so ignorant, minuscule. Yeah, same here. You know? Well, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. um, I guess then my, my next question to you, you know, kind of transitioning um you know what really you know about being you know single right you've been single for almost a decade <laughs> almost a decade <laughs> why you say it like that like, i know right yeah, right <laughs> why you say it like it's a bad thing <laughs> man because people done graduated high school and also college and potentially even got into grad school and they got they completed and you still single yeah kamara's been dramatic <laughs> he's been so dramatic i am i am, I am. but you know, what has being single this whole amount of time really taught you? But I know you kind of touched into it a little bit, but specifically what has being single for, you know, five plus years, six plus years, seven plus years taught you about Simo? Forget it. Simo. Only Simo. I'm not saying rich. Simo. <laughs> that's, that's fine. I'm used to you calling me that. <laughs> but um, being single all this time has just taught me the value of myself. Mm-hmm. I always felt like when I was younger to be impressionable for people, I had to put what they thought first Mm. i had to put their feelings first and what i'm starting to realize as i'm getting older and of course being as single as i am is that it's okay to put you first the reason Mm. being for putting yourself first you know my grandmother always used to tell me how can you expect to take care of someone else if you can't take care of yourself but you know more importantly my grandfather always taught me that the relationship you have with yourself sets the tone for any other relationship in your life oh so oh. if you don't know how to um. you know if you don't know how to appreciate <laughs> yes. and value yourself how can then you treat others with that same respect that you lack within yourself message and being single has taught me to have a greater appreciation for self understanding yep. that i need to be more patient i need to be more open i need to be more understanding it's taught me the things that throughout the world seeing other relationships you know i may be able to say i like this about that relationship or this couple i like this about them or this couple i dislike something Mm -hmm. that they offer but it's like like we have in the military we have our little toolbox and we're adding all these different tools to help us accomplish our mission so it's the same thing for me on this journey of potentially having a relationship you know making myself the best version of me Mm -hmm. you know my my mentor who passed away during covid um, really shaped my thinking right. and had me understand that if you learn how to be by yourself and not be with anyone, 
then at the same time, when you're in that relationship, you're understanding that you're there because you want to be, mm. not because you have to be. Right. And I feel like when you say to somebody, hey, I want you, but I don't need you, they get offended. Yeah. Because they look at it like, well, why don't you, you know, need me? I should, I should make you happy. Right. And I feel like you have to learn how to pour into yourself. And that's what I've learned being single. Mm-hmm. If I could make myself happy, then in turn, it doesn't matter whatever relationship I have with other people. Right. Because I'm, you know, I'm pouring into self. Right. And then my mentor, you know, may he rest in peace. Absolutely. The one thing that he yeah. always said to me is that what you're looking for has to be looking for you because that's the only way you'll ever find each other. So keeping that in mind, it's, it's a process. It's, I don't have to rush. Mm. Do all the things that I want to do for my life. Right. And what I see with young couples or even older couples, and it doesn't apply to everybody, but some couples, is that you rush to be with someone off the idea of what love is or what a relationship is, that you don't sit back and figure out yourself what you like. Sometimes you need that space. And COVID, actually, now that we're talking about it, did that for me, mm. where I took that step back and I figured out what, what is it that Simo likes? What is it that Simo dislikes? When I'm dealing with certain people with certain relationships, it helped me get out of that negative space. Mm. Where when I figured out the things that I want, now when I'm looking for a partner, someone that I want to spend my life with, I want to look for a partner that kind of not views life the way that I do, but wants out of life what I want out of life. Okay. So that way you have that cohesion. My man. So being single has mm-hmm. taught me, you know, that. And then of course I can have a greater appreciation for the person that I'm with. Man, you 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 yeah. hitting it. You I, hitting you it. You hit the nail on the head, yes. There's one thing I, I, I caught with um, your, your message, your messages so far is, you know, you've had a lot of good people kind of pour into your life. Absolutely. And fortunately, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of people in the world. And what I, what I see that happens a lot is, you know, there's a lot of people who's always talking, right? And what happens is with a lot of people talking, they always in your ear, depending on what your, your life goals are or what you're trying to do. And they will always give you advice most of the time, unsolicited sometimes solicited um but it'll give you a lot of advice so what happens is you're always hearing a lot of things but what i'm noticing with you is you heard a lot of you know chatter chatter da, 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 da. but you listened specifically to certain parties versus listening to everybody so that is something that i think i wanted to hit on the head because everybody always has something to say and sometimes people have ill will behind what, what they're telling Absolutely. you. <laughs> you know, I think we all, you know, everybody on, on, on in, in this in this section right now can understand that. Everybody listening can understand that. So you really have to figure out who's for you, who's not for yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. And um, that's a battle you have to go through because it can really own. either make your life amazing or really be detrimental mm-hmm. based on the information that you receive and how you process it. And also it could be detrimental if you gave if you're given good advice, like what Simo was given, and then you don't use it. And then he's the same person that he was <laughs> back in high school. Then it's like, okay, that's why even though people are exposed to good information, that doesn't mean that they're going to apply it. They have to take that personal responsibility to apply it and know that, okay, I got to work on me. I got to start loving myself. I got to be the best version of me possible, you know, and know that the person out there is looking for me. Don't feel like you got to rush into everything that looks kind of pretty. Like, no, take your time, you know, and don't feel subjective because all your friends are getting married, raised in a relationship, everybody's getting pregnant. Like, 
like through COVID, everybody was popping out with baby showers. I was like, damn, man, what's up with my uterus? I need a baby too. But that went through my mind, but I said, you know what? I want to, I'm not going to feel pressured to do it. I want to wait till I'm ready to do it. You know what I mean? And Kimar's ready to do it. (laughs) But because of just killing that noise that's around you and just focus on what your values and what's important to you. And that's what you did. I think, I think what you're trying to say, and it definitely applies to me is the aspect of realizing that throughout life, everyone has a different timing. So my success is not your success. True. Your success is not my success. True. And just because I may attain something later in life doesn't mean that I'm not as successful as my counterparts and the people that I know. Yes, now, exactly. Yeah. Going back to what you were saying, as far as the advice that I was given, and like Kamar was saying, you're given a multitude of different advice throughout your life. It's like a headache. And it is. <laughs> but sometimes what I had to understand, and I learned it from a young age is you have great advice, you have bad advice but you have to with all the advice you're taking there's a saying that you I'm trying to remember exactly you know what it is that my grandfather used to say it was always a saying that he used to tell me a saying is a saying for a reason mm. so applying that to the advice that I'm given I could take it all but I have to pick the advice and that that applies to me right. that's going to make me a better person right mm-hmm. so with that being said you know with Danny saying how you can't just rush into something because everybody else is doing it. I took it from the standpoint of my grandfather always said, you have eye candy and you have soul food. You know what I mean? So when you're, when you're, when you're in the street, right, there's a lot of eye candy. And that's great. It catches your attention, but that doesn't mean it's good for your soul. You know what I mean? Dang, I mean, you, you didn't have to hit him so hard. I might, might have to get grandfather on this. Repeat, repeat, repeat that for the people. Listen, repeat listen, that again. Repeat that for me. You have eye candy and you have soul food. But just because something catches your eye, it doesn't mean that it's good for your soul. Which Ooh. then translates into something else he told me. Always be a careful of the company you keep. True. Because even salt looks like sugar. Oh, mm-hmm. man. We got a great grandpa on here. Yeah, grandpa, <laughs> grandpa needs to pull up. <laughs> Seriously. How, how long is your grandfather married? To the best of your knowledge. My grandfather has been married, I want to say, going on. 45 years what yeah, so he's married years. and all of us is alive yeah wow amazing that, that's longevity years. so we it's might we, we might have to schedule them we might have to schedule them i don't know how they did it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how they did it but i think that they understood perseverance you know one of the things that you and i have discussed as as brothers is that it's you and your partner working together mm-hmm. to tackle the problem it's yes. not your partner versus you yes. in terms of having issues. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, nowadays, they want that World Series type of love, but they don't <laughs> want to go to bat for it. Good analogy. You know what I mean? Good analogy. And I think that that's what my grandmother and my grandfather did. Nice. Nice. You know, that's how they were able to survive 45 years of marriage. And they're still going. So I, I know, love it. So amazing. Love it. You so know, amazing. You also said, you know, kind of like just in, in being able to embrace and love yourself. Um, I don't even have to ask anybody here because I know we can do it with no problem and we've already done it with no problem. You know, you have to get to the point of loving yourself where you can go to not maybe like so much of a social gathering, but maybe like, you know, a public place on your own and be by yourself. For instance, um, going to a restaurant or going to a movie theater like on your own, like being that secure and able to love yourself where I don't need 
somebody here with me in order to enjoy whatever's going on. Correct. I am good by myself Correct. to listen, to watch, or to eat on my own. Correct. Yeah, maybe somebody may call or text me or so, but I'm good enough on my own. And I know we've already, we've all done that here. So I'm not going to ask, oh, when did you do it? But I just wanted to piggyback off that because that self-love is so important where if you leave it unattended, you lose yourself. That's yeah. what it is. You lose yourself. You end up like, I got a SpongeBob reference. You end up like SpongeBob the time where, you know, him and Sandy was working out so crazy and it was almost hibernation time. So she was going crazy and, and SpongeBob became liquid. So he was like, you know, he just, he's there and he, blah, 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 blah. That, that's what <laughs> yeah. he looked like. And that's what it would be if your self-love doesn't take over because, and now I'm going to get a little bit into the mind, but not too deep because the it. mind is, is, is an enigma. Like, the mind does what you tell it to do. Absolutely. So what you tell your subconscious, your subconscious is going to tell your conscious, and then boom, that's what happens. But that's how we're programmed as human beings. Yeah. I'm not going to go in because this is your, this is, this is, this is yeah. your segment. I mean, yeah, just, to, just to caveat off of that and to, to, to touch base on that, you know, since it's my segment, as you're saying, <laughs> um, is the fact that, yeah, self-love is very important, but more importantly, you lose your sense of identity if you're always pouring into other Ooh. people. You know what I mean? And that, and you Message. can't, you can't do that in a relationship. You have to understand. And this is what I've learned throughout. I don't want to say failed relationships, mm-hmm. but I want to say through learning relationships that Smart. didn't work, nice. you know, yeah. I don't ever look at life as a loss. I always look at it as a lesson. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, what I've learned is when you're in a relationship, you're still an individual first and what people, and not all people, but I would say most people don't understand is you lose yourself in a relationship Mm. and it tends to, and there's a few books that I've read on it where you tend to do things because you feel like you need to, as opposed to wanting to, right. You do things because you're scared. You're like this, I'm with this person. I have to do everything to make this person happy. And that's Mm -hmm. not true. And you sacrifice your happiness to make another person happy. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do we, from a book that I read, if you don't mind me, So there was two books that I read. First one is called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. Mm -hmm. And then the the second book that I read by him was called The Mastery of Love. Mm. And it's not love in the aspect of romance. It's it's love and relationships in the aspect of everyday life, friends, relationships, parents, acquaintances. Mm. And in that book, The Mastery of Love, what he says is when you live in love, it means that you live selflessly. You do things because you want to, not because you have to. And when you feel like you do things because you have to do it, you live in fear. Right. And the reference that he gives is the reference of people limit their love and they go, I will give you this, kind of like a trade. I will give you this if you do this. Mm. And that's that's selfless. That's not that's that's very, very selfish. Right. And what it does is it cripples you. Because you look at it like, if I want to be this way, and my partner doesn't like it, I essentially have to change who I am to make them happy. And in doing that, I lose lose my sense of identity. Because now I'm not doing the things that I want to make them happy. And they're all happy and I'm miserable. And I feel like that's what a lot of people in relationships do nowadays. Mm. And he also discusses in the book that you need to allow your partner to be who they are. It's not about control. It's what he says. It's partnership. It's not ownership. Mm-hmm. And then that ties into his other book, The Four Agreements. And if you don't mind me sharing it, the first agreement is 
speak positivity. In a world full of negativity, people always giving you unsolicited information, things that you don't care for. True. Always be positive because you already live in a world full of negativity. It's Everything. easy to be negative, then it's easier to be positive. Absolutely. So first things first, always speak positivity, positive affirmation. Right. What you believe, what you put out there in the universe is going to come back to you. Secondly, do not take things personally. Mm-hmm. That is the hardest thing for people to do, Very. especially in relationships. Your significant other comes home. They may have had a bad day. You go, hey, babe, you know, how was your day? Did you have a good day? And they turn around and flip on you. But not because it was your fault, but because they just simply had a bad day. So they turn on you and they go, oh, what was so good about it? I had a bad day and this is why. And then you take it personally. Like, all I did was ask you a question. What did I do? (laughs) You know what I mean? And then he says in the book, it's like you're throwing poison at each other, Mm. you know, when you don't have to. And as that person that asks their significant other, hey, you know, how was your day? And you get that negativity from them. All you have to do is kind of like separate yourself. Right. I wasn't the cause of the root of why they had a bad day. Something else was. So let me take that step back. Let me sit there and say, you know what? I'm sorry you had a bad day. I'll give you that space to collect yourself. The third agreement that he says is do your best. You have to do your best. You know, if you're not doing your best and you're worried about everybody else, you're measuring yourself to other people's success. You can't do that. You have to do your best. And as long as you're doing your best, you'll be successful. Which then presents the last agreement which is never assume. You can never assume the things that you don't, especially in a relationship. And that's where communication comes into play. So through reading these books and then everything that I went through on a personal level in terms of being single, it's brought a lot of growth to me. And I've seen that in the past, I was involved in relationships where I was around relationships that were very toxic. And so I had to break that cycle and build my confidence in terms of self-love because being single like when i said to you before what's so wrong with being single (laughs) i said that because if you could master being single and pouring into yourself when you then get into a relationship you never lose your sense of your identity mastery of self correct yes and that's funny you say that because that's the name of another book that is I mean, we can go in, you know, we can go in on levels of, you know, numbers of books. I mean, you know, fortunately, you know, we're doing this recording here in, in our in our place. So you see my 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 library over there. Yeah, I'm going to have to borrow a few books. <laughs> yes. It's not it's not like one or two books. We're, yeah, we're you're more very, than welcome to. <laughs> we're very big advocate of, of books and just avid readers just because the mind, the brain is a muscle and you have to constantly work it out. So, you know, I, I want to transition. Um, to my next question but one thing i just want to clear up because you mentioned you know couples young and old i hope i hope and i hope that when you said young couples and old couples that we me and danny was not <laughs> categorized in the old couple absolutely, category absolutely not, absolutely thank not, you thank absolutely. you just to, I, just to clarify just to clarify I just, absolutely, yeah. absolutely not because closure is everything, man. Yeah, I need my closure. Because we don't want to assume. Like oh, you said. I like that. I like that. I like that. Absolutely. No, no, no. Yeah. So, so thank you for that. So, okay. So now, Timo, like, do you feel like you're more, now that you went through this whole transition and still mm-hmm. going through it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're more open to relationships now? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, all of them being good questions, but it's really making me think and reflect on everything that I've gone through in my life. So to answer your question, yes, I am open to 
a relationship. All right, so can I give the people your number? Yeah, go ahead, go for it. Yeah, so we're going to drop his number in the bio so you can hit him up. You know? Listen, he's a military man, so that means he knows what it means to be disciplined. I'm yes. Times, so. <laughs> All right, you know, he's, he's full selling package. He's, he's a full package. You know, he's selling me, selling me like a product, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's worth the investment. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. Put that, ROI, yes. that ROI is good. Man. And for y'all don't, don't know what that means, it means return on investment. Yes. ROI. <laughs> but um no absolutely all, you know all jokes aside i definitely feel like i'm open to a relationship but it's not dire it's not something that i feel like I well, as it comes but yeah, as it comes, yeah. Just, take it take it for what it is absolutely. Yeah. you know and like i said what i'm looking for has to be looking for me mm. and that's how yeah. i find it but you'll never know until you're out there exploring the world yeah you have to keep your heart open to receive absolutely. whoever is looking for absolutely. you but it's and, more of a natural thing for you absolutely. it's more natural I mean, yeah. I go off energy. Energy mm-hmm. is, a, is a real thing. You it know, is. if you're around someone and their aura is great, it's positive, you'll be more susceptible to wanting to open up to them. Yes. But if you feel like, and I'm a very direct person, if I feel like it's small talk, I feel like if I feel like there's no connection, I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just not going to do that to myself because it's like, I'm wasting your time, you're wasting my time. It's really not going anywhere. Yeah, and time is precious. Absolutely. And yeah. you said, yeah. I remember, so... You do three things with time. So, 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 so what are those three things again? No, no, you what, tell me. You a, tell me. You tell me. You could either spend, spend it, it, waste it, or invest it. Exactly. So what you're saying is this chat right now is an investment. Oh, absolutely. Oh man. Thank you. When, thank you're thank spending, you. when you're spending quality time with love and family, it's it's inspiration. Oh man. Thank read, you. Stop making you us know, tear up, man. You know, oh man. Chill, I, read, chill. I, read, <laughs> I read somewhere, or you know, that the highest human act is to inspire. Yeah. So when I feel like I'm around you two, I definitely feel the inspiration. But I will say through your marriage, you give me something to look forward to for my future. Oh you know boy. I have to put that out there. You, have to you know what? You know, we, you didn't we, have to. We got we gotta tell the people he's only being so nice and descriptive because we <laughs> fed him. We fed him very well. Yeah. No, they both can cook. But that's not that's not the reason why. I mean, how many people, honestly, in this generation? Can you sit there and say that they were high school students? Let's be honest here. No, no, the dramatic pause. All right. <laughs> but, yeah. but all jokes aside, like how, how many people can you really sit there and say that? To go from that adolescent age of not really knowing nothing about a relationship and growing together through thicket. Yeah. So that's something to really, you know, pat yourselves on the back and really say, hey, we made it. We're here. Yeah. And for single guys like myself or single women, that's something to look forward to and be like, no, I want that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But your version of what makes you happy. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we're gonna start to 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 bring this down to um, a closing. Uh, but you know, the next thing we want to ask is, you know, this item here. Well, I'll let Danny ask. So, what is the non-negotiable rule or item for your next relationship? Yeah, yeah. Good mm. one. Good mm. one. This this is a good non-negotiable item, yeah. or or what rule? Yeah. yeah, it's just the standard that you. It has to be one. Um, we got time for two. I mean, I, I put it like this. I think that there's a certain level of respect that you have to have in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for me, something that I will absolutely not stand for is dishonesty. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because without transparency, without honesty, without that loyalty, it's like, what do you really have with that person? So I would have to say the biggest thing for me is dishonesty. Okay. Because... I find when someone lies to you, 
you break that bondage and that trust that you have. And true. without that, you have absolutely nothing. Very true. So for me, when someone says to you, oh, I lied to you because I didn't know how to tell you the truth. It's like, no, you were selfish. You thought about yourself. You were worried about me walking away from the situation. So you made the decision for me. And you lacked the respect that I deserve as far as telling you the truth where you left me to make the decision. Wow. So for me, I would say it's the dishonesty. Wow. Wow. That's that's how I look at it. You know, you know, you know, where you can insert the line of, yo, whose man's this? I say, yeah, that's my home. That's my home. Because, wow. We appreciate your answer. Yeah, man. Very, very, very good, man. Good stuff. I mean, dishonesty, I mean, that's all that we want. Honesty, right? Right. At the end of the day, you know, you just want true transparency. Even though it's sometimes not as easy to mention, like, you know, yes, I did, you know, I done, you know, messed up. But at least that honesty, it's more respectable. So I guess to, 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 you know, the last kind of questions that we're going to ask is, and I think you'll have a really good answer for this, you know, me knowing you for so long of a time. Oh boy, oh boy. Have you seen healthy relationships growing up or a good example of what it should look like to you? My honest opinion Mm -hmm. and my honest answer, no. Yeah. And the reason why I say no is because... When I was growing up, I was raised around a lot of relationships where I saw people just say, stay, excuse me, for the sake of just being together because maybe they had children or because they were settling. And Mm. for me, it was the aspect of negative relationships that really gave me that insight to the things that I didn't want. Yeah. And when I looked at those relationships, it taught me that. Why am I going to subject myself to that? So my stance on relationships has to do with, I don't want to waste my time. Just like I don't want to waste the next person. I don't want to change you. And I ask that you don't change me. I'm going to let you be you. And I ask that you let me be me. But let's have this mutual respect. Very true. And I don't want to change you. But I think that the biggest thing for me is taking what I learned from from a young adolescent and applying it to my daily life today, it's helped me and shaped me to be the person that I am today. Okay. Quality relationships are hard to come by. I mean, you see relationships where you're like, hey, I like that aspect of keyword their relationship. Yeah. But their relationship is not my relationship. And what works for that next couple may not necessarily work for me. Right. I can sit there and say, I want what they have, but I'm not in that relationship. So I don't really know what it is that they truly go through behind closed doors, if you will. Right. So I might perception want what they have right. without really knowing what it is that they have. So I think for me, I want what I want and what makes me happy. Um, wow. um <laughs> you know, you know, you know the term, you know, at a loss for words. I, I felt that. I felt yeah, that I was like, yo, definitely. what do I say? How, how, how do I respond? How do I respond? Like just just and, and recording now, right? You know, <laughs> he dropped the mic. Um, wow. This is this is Simo. I yeah. thought I knew him. Yeah. Clearly, I don't. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I feel yeah. like I feel like like the Jap there's a Japanese proverb. Okay. You have three different personalities. Mm-hmm. The one that you show the whole uh, world, the one that you show your close family and friends, and then the one that you keep to yourself. True. So I feel like 
it depends on the spectrum of the level of the relationship True. in which you're willing to share your most intimate side True. to be interpersonal. True. True. Yeah. And I feel like that's what relationships are essentially all about. And and deal breaking. You know, you gotta be completely, like I said, transparent from the very beginning. And you have to put out there what you're willing to accept and deal with versus what you're not. And mm-hmm. yeah. I don't ever feel like you should sacrifice the thought of I don't wanna lose you as your reason for staying. Sometimes love, as much as we don't want to admit it to ourselves, is blind. Love, love is blind. And it'll take over your mind. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but love sometimes isn't enough to keep yourself in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Sometimes you have to accept that there's that mutual respect. We'll always have love for each other, but it's okay. We might walk. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you gotta choose yourself and protect your peace. And yeah. it goes back to the number one thing we were talking about: self love, self. I mean, you know, you already kind of answered my my final question for you. I was just gonna ask, what's, ask it anyway. No, anyway. no, what's the sense? I was just gonna say, you know, I have a different answer. What's yeah? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what's like, you know, as we bring this to a close? Because I want to end with something that me and you spent like hours deciphering. Oh, <laughs> I honestly forgot. I got it. I, oh, I got it written up. So <laughs> I got it. Um, but what would you say? You know. For another single person, you know, as they, you know, maybe are in different phases, right? You know, maybe just broke up, uh, maybe, you know, been separated for some time or kind of in like, let's say the growth phase, you know, what's, a, you know, one lasting, I guess, piece of advice you can give them in a part of any stages that can help them, you know, get to the next step, you know, towards, you know, accepting or a relationship. So I know it's kind of a weird question because it's kind of like, how do you prepare for the next relationship, so to speak, because you're already in the preparation. I think you're kind of like in the butterfly phase. I don't even think you're a crystal. No more. I think you're a butterfly, but right. you just, you know, out in the rainforest, just watching out because, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Waiting to flap your wings. <laughs> I, would, I would say if you're getting out of a relationship and you want to prepare yourself or be open to when you're ready for another relationship, if that was a question, reconnect with yourself. Mm. And the reason why I say that. Is that mastery of self again? Oh, man. Something along the line. (laughs) But I would say it's something that I learned uh, when I was on COVID. You know, everything was shut down, and that really, truly showed you uh, the value of the relationship that you really had. And who was dependable, who was not dependable, and who was really there for you during that tough time. So when real situations exposed fake things, for me, it was like if you had just gotten out of a relationship because you couldn't see your significant other, reconnecting with yourself and your mental health after that relationship is imperative mm. because you have to understand that just like the news cycle is always changing right. you as a person are always changing right. you're always adapting so you have to look at okay why did this relationship not work yeah you know what did my partner do that i didn't like what did i do that my partner did not and you're kind of getting that closure within self once you get it from your partner right and you sit back and you reflect on life and go okay this is the aspect of myself that perhaps I need to change or not change. You have to rediscover yourself, the things that make you happy, the things that make you unhappy, and kind of formulate a mental list of this is who I am, and I expect to be accepted this way. I don't want to change it about myself. And when you're moving forward, understand that there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You're you're made for someone. It just not, it may not be every person that you run into. Right. But rediscover yourself. Travel the world learn a new language, read a book, uh, seek, you know, if you have to go to a therapist and get your mental health right. But more importantly, 
fix whatever issues that you haven't gotten past because I feel like past traumas are the biggest reasons why relationships are not successful because you're bringing something from your past into your present and you're never outgrowing it. Mm -hmm. So when you're single, that's kind of like your phase to figure yourself out, Mm -hmm. your growth, your process, to to make the necessary, as we say in the military, adjusting fires. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) To get on target. Yeah. And by doing so... In order to Charlie Mike. They don't know what that means. <laughs> Continue mission. And that's, right. and, that's, and, that's, and that's in essence, excuse me, that's what you're doing. Yes. So for me, I would tell anybody that if you got, man or woman, if you just got out of something and you're trying to figure out what your next step is, rediscover yourself. I'm going to leave that answer as is. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna, yes. we're gonna to leave that as is. That, that's sufficient enough for everybody in different categories. So it's put together so eloquently, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Now, the way I'm going to end this is a little different. Okay. Um, you know, me and Simo had a night where we was listening to, you know, a very inspirational audio. And, you know, we heard from a gentleman, you know, his name was Bill. And, you know, he was going through like mindset of mindset and thought process and also speech pattern. It is a tongue and twister. It's a tongue twister. So we wrote it down. <laughs> but it took, me and him, <laughs> yeah, it took me and him, you know, like, I, I, like two hours to really like get it down. Rewind, 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 play, rewind, rewind. So essentially, in order to the power of the spoken word, uh, because this kind of comes down to even relationships too, you know, you speak what you want. You know, you don't speak, I want a relationship tomorrow, but, you know, you speak, I want the next relationship I get into to be a long, everlasting relationship that's full of fruitfulness of happiness and joy for both of us. You speak that into existence, but not cheap talk. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to have that. Like, you speak that with, with conviction and, and, and passion. Now, I'm getting into affirmations, but, you know, only because we wholeheartedly believe in that. And I know that's why me and the any relationship drive so much. But his exact quote, and I'm not going to let Simo say it. I'll say it. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the host. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, basically, you know, it, it went like this. You never say what you don't want because you don't want what you don't want. You want what you do want, which is what you don't have. You don't want what you do have because what you do what you want, you don't have, which is what you do want. So never say what you don't want that you do have. Say what you don't have that you do want. I hope you got that because I got tongue twisted saying it myself. That's a bomb um, right there. But literally, in essence, is, you know, speak what you want and don't speak what you don't want. Yeah. Long story short. Yeah. Long story Always short. Always point positive into your life. And when you put that positive out, that's what you will attract yes. from the universe. Yes. So never say, I don't like the relationship I am in. No. If you actually don't like it, um, remove yourself. Exit. You know, don't 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 be the dog in the nail where the nail is sitting on the nail, balling off for help and not getting up and moving. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so change your position if you're not happy. Right. And if you if you feel like you want to be you want to work on that relationship, then bring yeah. it to that person and let them know your issues and your challenges so you guys oh, can work it out work. together. If that's what you're willing to do mm-hmm. but don't feel like you need to be stuck in one position only right you know because you choose your acronym yeah, you absolutely. you control your thoughts it's you true. have to speak it and then your mind processes it so yeah. if you keep putting out negative hey you notice a lot of negative attracting you because you've been speaking if you say you had a bad day then you definitely had a bad day and you miss the good points of your day that you did have yeah so, so always speaking positive very important i mean we can keep going with this. We can but, keep going with this. But having an odd off of that, okay, and continuing is 
and I'm going to end it, and I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> it also, be aware of also the way that you treat people, because karma, that is a real thing. Yes. So if you're treating people wrong, don't expect fruition. Don't expect the fruits of your labor to occur or happen the way that you want it to, because what you put in is what you're essentially getting. True. Very true. Very true. So, you know. Very true. Richard or Simo, what I call you Simo. I got too many names. Sergeant. Oh man, we gotta put that. Out <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't put. I didn't say which sergeant. So that could oh. be that could be sergeant. That could be a staff sergeant, sergeant first class. It, it could be anything. You yeah, know, mass sergeant. You know, first sergeant, sergeant major. Step on my grass, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the inside joke for everybody who's in the military. Y'all know that. But so I just want to thank you for for taking the time to you know be being blessed and coming to our house and blessing you know, just this podcast with, you know, your wisdom yeah, as a really single man, you. we definitely appreciate you. Obviously our relationship runs deep. Um, you know, it's just so much I could say about that, but we're going to bring this plane in for Atlanta. So again, thank you. Thank you for coming out and, and enjoying, you know, this, this podcast with us, yeah. you know, and just thank you again for being a guest host, you know, we're just going to wind it down and, yeah, and kind of so kill it. Thank you again, Mr. Richard Simo. Oh, yes. So for everyone out there, wherever you are in the world, you know, good day. Great day. Um, great day, great even, great night. And throughout everything, stay blessed. Yes, please always stay blessed. Think positive, speak positive, do positive. And, you know, like it was mentioned, you know, what you put out, you will get. Um, I know that kind of goes against a lot of people believe or don't believe it, but, you know, that's all it is. So we're going to call it a night. So be well.